Hi, I'm Kenna Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rick Schisler, the host of the Weekly Business Hour, founder of One Best Consult and a Silver Fox Advisor. Welcome you to today's show. Thank you for taking time to join us. I think we've got a great show lined up for you, and I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, one of the things I want to remind you as you listen to today's show, if you have a thought, uh, if something comes up, something you like, don't like, please email me right here at the show. These emails are real time. Uh, it's Rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com. I look for your emails, so please send them. I want to celebrate a little bit this morning. Last week, I wrote a piece in my weekly blog at OneBestConsult.com, uh, where we practice common sense mentoring. wrote a piece about celebrations and why I think they're very important for every company to celebrate in its own way what fits its culture. We have a celebration here at Lone Star Community Radio tomorrow. Our founder and owner and general manager, Dick Schistler, is having a birthday. So we're going to celebrate tomorrow in very different ways around the station, celebrate his birthday. And again, I think celebrations are an important part of a business, part of a business history, business culture. And I encourage you, if you're listening to this, think about the celebrations in your own business. Look for opportunities to celebrate in your business. Also want to thank our show sponsor, AllegraHR.com. That's A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R.com. That's a website. The folks at Allegra understand HR from the hiring process all through the termination process. And every business, whether you have one employee or you have a thousand, needs HR assistance. I deal with businesses every day, for-profit, non-profit. There are always HR questions. Even if you have an HR department, many times they have a question. It's good to have an advisor, consultant available. And that's what Allegra HR does. AllegraHR.com, they're there available through the internet. In fact, they're available around the world, working with small and large businesses. I encourage you to look up Allegra, A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R.com and put them as a bookmark or at least in your Rolodex. Now, that's an old-fashioned word, but put them <laughs> on the list and have them there when you need them. I want to remind you also that we're on Facebook, and I would really like it if you would go to Facebook and like us on the Weekly Business Hour page. Uh, that page is dedicated to this show. We post the show every week. You can go to that page on Wednesday and listen to a podcast of the show if you'd like. You can pass it on to other people if you hear something you feel might help someone in your own business or a friend in business. So go to Facebook, click on like, and like us on Facebook. Set up an alert if you'd like so you're notified when a podcast is posted. You can take a look. You can take a look at who and what we talked about, and you might find something that appeals to you, and you can take a look. Well, let's get started with today's show. First of all, our special guest in the studio today is John Stacy. John Stacy's with Adv AdvoCoach, and we'll be talking about coaching and mentoring. I hope that's going to be a great discussion. Trying to educate you as a listener, small business owner, manager, about the value of mentoring, advising, coaching, and building your business. And joining us later in the expert corner, very timely discussion with Mr. Bob Bamberg. He's an author, speaker, and coach in the personal cybersecurity world. Lots of threats. We had the Russians recently in the news a week or so ago, and Bob's going to address that. These threats are out there every day, and Bob has obviously got a booming business, 
but he still had a, got a lot of good advice for us on how to protect ourselves, protect our computers. And I'll close out today's show with my one best consult tip of the week, employee training, when and how much. So I encourage you at this point, sit back and grab a pad, pencil, and get ready to take notes as we talk about everything business right here on the weekly business hour. And again, send me an email with your comment. One thing I failed to mention earlier when I noted this is that if you have a question about your business, just a straightforward question, I'd be glad to give you my response to that. Uh, no charge. Just send it to me. This is what I do for a living. I help business people build better businesses. So I enjoy receiving those kind of questions. If you prefer, you can call me directly at 832-699-2132. So I'm here to help you. And at OneBestConsult.com, common sense mentoring business experience is what we offer. So please stay in touch with us. Never forget that opportunities are right in front of you. So grab them and utilize them. Well, we have a few local business announcements I want to share with you at this point in the program. First of all, I want to let you know there's an exchange club that's actively working here in Conroe. The Conroe Exchange Club, they meet the second and fourth Wednesday of every month. That's the second and fourth Wednesday every month, 7 a.m. in the morning at McKenzie's Barbecue. Everybody's welcome. It's a great business organization. I would encourage you, if you're doing business in the Montgomery County area, Check them out, second and fourth Wednesday of the month, 7 a.m., McKenzie's Barbecue. Stop in and visit with Stephen Wells, who is the founder of this group, and talk about everything business. It may be an organization that you want to join. Also, I want to let you know that tomorrow on the Hispanic uh, Business Show, Dr. Carlos Sanchez has got Martha Rios. Martha's a founding member of that chamber, and she's going to discuss retirement, Hispanic business, and her experience as a benefits specialist. Uh, directed right at small business. So join Dr. Carlos tomorrow on his show, 2 p.m., right here on Lone Star Community Radio. And one last event that's a great event coming on here with the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber later this week on Thursday, 5 to 8 p.m. at the Lone Star Convention Center, we have the annual Taste Fest. It's a great event. It's a great place to go. Find some great food, very reasonable cost, $15 for tickets ahead of time. More information available at Conroe. Dot org. Pick up some tickets, come on and join the fun and network and be a part of what's going on here in Conroe and Montgomery County. Well, the weekly business hour, if you haven't listened to the show before, is where Montgomery County and businesses really now throughout the world come to talk about the latest in business news, ideas to improve their business, and to hear from some of our own local business leaders on how they have found success right here in Montgomery County. And also remember that at the end of the show, if you miss something, or you heard something, you want to hear it again, their podcast, podcast at YouTube, the Weekly Business Hour channel there. Go to YouTube, type in the Weekly Business Hour. We have a channel there. All the shows going back for a number of months, up to two years are posted, so you can listen to them at your leisure. So that's at YouTube and other social media sites. Well, let's get down to the business of doing business right here on the Weekly Business Hour. John Stacy with Avocost. John, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate being here. Well, John, I thought it was an idea, and you and I discussed it, and I guess we think it's good. Let's see how it works. Let's talk about coaching, mentoring people. Uh, I'm a big believer in it. Uh, You are as well. We Obviously, we practice it, uh, but we feel we provide a great value and benefit to clients. Uh, Talk about the philosophy of AdvoCoach or your personal philosophy in what you do. Okay. Well, when it comes down to it, uh, a lot of businesses, when they start, 
they do a lot of things right, and they're really generally the expert in their business. Uh, as I work with people, really the focus is helping them become successful. And we help them become successful really through uh, education, and education is so important. Things change so rapidly. We really need to focus on the education piece of it. Best practices help them really understand how they can run a much better business uh, and accountability. And one of the challenges that I see as I'm working with, with business owners really comes down to not the fact that they don't know their business, uh, but it's when they commit to doing something, they really aren't able to do that. So it's so important to make sure uh, from a small business perspective that they're able to execute whatever their plan may be. You know, you made a comment earlier before we went on the air. It's about our priorities and then getting to our priorities. <laughs> just because it gets on the list uh, and it says it's a priority, we just, as business owners, sometimes we just don't get our priorities done. Well, that's absolutely true. And we were talking about priorities and, you know, one of my earlier clients and and, uh, and when we were first talking, he was talking about, well, I don't have time to get all this stuff done. Uh, and then we really start saying, well, if it's a pri if you say it's a priority, but then you can't get to it. It's probably not a priority. And one of those things I might suggest a book is called The One Thing. It's all about prioritizing your life. And by prioritizing your life, how do you achieve extraordinary results? And so when it comes down to it, again, it's a good book. It's uh, by Gary Keller. You might take a look at that. And it really does help you understand what you can do to plan for the future and really understand that if I try to achieve my future goal, and what do I need to achieve in five years? What do I need to achieve in, in one year, one month, one day? What do I need to do today to achieve that one thing that's going to get to my sometime goal? And if we can really prioritize, it really makes our businesses that much more successful. You know, one of the things I do in my practice and basically and through One Best Consultant, I learned it as a Silver Fox advisor, is building an exit strategy with people. It's not a hard thing to do. Uh, determine when you want to sell or transfer the business to a family member or whatever. Uh, how much you want, and and then to whom, whether it's an outside buyer or what type of buyer, strategic or otherwise. Very simple questions. And when you talk about the inability of some people to prioritize, you got to have some of those discussions. Because I believe a business, if possible, before they ever open the doors, before they ever go online, they need to have that part of their business strategy, business planning. What am I? Where am I going? So I can set those priorities so that I know every day when I do things, I'm building to that end, to that exit, 5, 10, 20, 30 years from now. But let me tell you, it's like pulling teeth with some people. They just don't want to commit to where they're going. You know, so you mentioned exit strategy and what do I want to accomplish in my life? Uh, how am I going to get there and how can I be successful? And what does that exit look like? And, and that's really the intentional exit of our business. And to your point, when we're really starting to incorporate, when we're starting to build our business, we ought to be focused on not only getting the business started, but what happens at the end. Because the end does come, uh, and we need to plan for it. And like you say, most businesses don't plan for their exit. But again, that's the intentional. There's an unintentional exit of our business, which a lot of people don't plan for also, nor do they ever think about it. And I, I a lot of times talk about the five Ds. And the five Ds really comes down to things like divorce, disaster, disability, uh, disagreement with your partner. And when it comes down to those things, we should plan for those things because we don't know what's going to happen. If you were disabled tomorrow and you couldn't operate your business, what would happen? And if you don't have a plan today, you really ought to be thinking about it. So don't only think about the exit of your business, 
And and I do spend a lot of time and have written a, uh, quite a few blogs lately about uh, what to do to maximize the value of your business. And But you need to start today. It's a th- three to five year process to really get your company set up to be able to sell. But don't be don't forget about the five D's, which is the unintentional exit for our business. And what happens if to you, what happens to your business if something happened to you today and your significant other had to take over the business, your significant other needed to do something else, how would you manage that? So that the whole exit strategy, both the unintentional and intentional exit are so important to plan for. Well, like you say, when you, when you're deciding, which again, I believe should happen if possible at the very beginning, deciding to build a, a business plan, building that exit strategy, like you say, the unintentional and intentional uh, strategy needs to be on that list of things you need to address. Well, John, believe it or not, we're already at the end of our first segment. Okay. Uh, we zipped right through it. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you'll stay with us because we're going to come back and we're going to talk about selecting a mentor, a coach, uh, why you should do it, why it's so important, and why it can really, really add value to what you do in your business. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with you. resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, your host, founder of OneBestConsult.com, Common Sense Mentoring, and a Silver Fox Advisor. And we're here in the studio today having, I think, a wonderful discussion with John Stacy, advocate uh, about mentoring, coaching, trying to help business owners move forward in their business. John, you know, when we, we left, we were talking about the folks doing their exit strategy, addressing issues that were priorities and following through and accountability. You know, one of the things that always surprises me, though, is that people, uh, when they're just in general, uh, are they just kind of balk, my word, balk. I guess I've been watching too much baseball, but balk at, at, at the idea of, of hiring somebody, engaging someone to advise, mentor, coach, counsel them. Why do you think that is? Well, I think there's a, a, a quite a few number of factors. I think the biggest one is the pre- perception uh, that the cost is way too expensive. And when it comes down to it, the, as I talk to people that have that particular issue, uh, what we find out is it's an investment. Because it's an investment in their time, it's an investment in money, 
but it's an investment in their future. And if you're not willing to invest in your future, are you going to be successful? And as I talk to people, what I find is uh, they are going to get a 10 or 20% return on that investment if they take the time. And so that ends up being really the first thing that people say. And so getting over that hurdle is a little bit of a challenge. I've got some uh, things that I can talk about as far as what other clients have accomplished. And when you ask for help, uh, it's, it's amazing what you can accomplish. Uh, the other thing is I don't have the time. And we talked you know, a little bit earlier about priority, uh, prioritization and priority and focus to, about your business. And a lot of people get so wrapped up into working in their business uh, and they run out of time to work on their business. And really the, the coaching, mentoring, counsel, the counselor is really all about helping someone work on their business so that they can grow it or if not grow it, at least accomplish whatever success is. Success for everybody isn't the same. So let's define what success looks like and then work towards that. And so maybe changing their time to work on their business as opposed to just working in their business, survival, buying a job. And a lot of business owners end up feeling like I bought a job and it's really because they never work on their business to be successful. Well, you know, it's interesting you should say that because my dad years ago counseled me that that's what the, the nexus of small business was, people buying a job, because that's the way they looked at it. They didn't work for anyone else any longer or didn't want to work, so they bought themselves, at least from an economic point of view. And I'll never forget when he got older prior to his passing away, he even said, well, I bought myself a hell of a job. And I said, well, you yourself, because <laughs> I had a company that he and my uncle built with over 800 employees, and I mean, a very successful company. But I think the thing I see when I these people kind of have this this hurdle you got to get over, they balk, uh, is I look for when I profile the, the potential client that I'm looking for is someone that's looking for almost a little relief. They're looking for someone to talk to uh, with a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of experience, uh, and to back away and work on their business. I see people kind of, oh, now I get a chance for an hour a week, hour and a half a week, whatever, to talk to someone just about what my dreams are, what I see. I'm not answering the phone. I'm not putting a fire out. I'm not checking on an order. Uh, and so once it starts, uh, then they're, they're clients for a long time, but we have to start. And it's, it's a very interesting thing. Let me ask you kind of shift gears a little bit. I mean, small business 2018. Uh, we're about halfway through the year. Economy seems to be doing well. What do you see as some of the big challenges through the rest of this year and into 2019 for small businesses in general? Well, let's, let's kind of take a look at the news. And there's some really positive news uh, going on out, this, out there. Uh, unemployment rate uh, was 3.8%. We're in Montgomery County. We're in Conroe. I'm not sure what our rate is here. I suggest it's lower than that. When it comes down to it, one of our biggest challenges is going to be staffing. Uh, Conroe is the, one of the fastest growing cities in the country at this point. That is so exciting. But understand that the downside to that is as we're looking for employees, that is going to be a continuing issue. I think that there's a lot of things with regards to technology that is also going to impact how we do business. We were talking earlier about how we used to communicate, how we communicated 20 years ago, how we communicated 10 years ago, and the different avenues that we have as a small business owner to communicate today. If we don't keep up with that technology, uh, we're going to go by the wayside. And you uh, mentioned that you were going to be talking to Bob uh, Bamberg here shortly. Uh, he's, he's a technology guy. 
Uh, it's amazing because the other risk of the technology is there's so many, so many ways that people can take advantage of it. There's there's so many risks related to the technology. So I think that that also impacts us pretty significantly. Well, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned the unemployment rate as it moves down, and particularly when, it, at least in my life's experience, when it gets below 4%, 3.8, right in there, uh, it gets extremely hard to hire. So my business is growing. I want to add additional people, particularly entry-level people. I was talking to someone uh, on Friday, and they needed entry-level people. For them, it's $14 an hour. It's people to unload pipe, do things like that, kind of a dirty, nitty-gritty job. And they find it almost impossible. They just don't have applicants, you know, uh, and so on and so forth. And I think that's true. Retail, people working at the counters, things. I see where the re big ones, uh, Walmart, $14 an hour, one the other day, 17 I believe that people in small businesses have got to get an edge through technology, through productivity. You know, in general, our productivity, I read uh, a while back, had been down for a few years in general in the country. What did that mean to our economic data? I think you're going to see a real surge, and it's already happening according to national numbers in productivity because there just aren't the people, at least the numbers say. Now, we still have a lot of millions of people who are not employed who sort of dropped out of the job market and all that game they play with all that. What do you see? I mean, there's got to be an answer if we're going to grow our business and continue to be successful. Well, so one, there's the technology answer. And, you know, so then you start talking about automation. Uh, you start talking about how you can drive efficiency within the organization. Uh, and that's one piece of it. I think that there's another piece which a lot of people don't really think about too much. And it has to do with the culture. It's the culture of the organization because it's not just about getting employees. It's about retaining employees. And have you really focused on the, the culture of the organization so that, it's a fun place to work or it's a, it's a, maybe fun's not the word. I, I've told my daughter, you know, if, if it was work, it, they would call it, they wouldn't call it fun. But uh, when it comes down to it, are we in a culture, have we divided or, uh, you know, developed a culture where we want to come into work? We feel that we make a difference. The business that we're running is something that uh, not only do our customers enjoy, but our employees enjoy. So I think that retention ends up being a, a significant issue and there's going to be some things. How do we motivate people? And it's, it's not always dollars, but I suspect that, you know, we're part of our inflation is going to be uh, wage inflation as, as the uh, unemployment continues to go down. But I think that that whole retention is a huge issue as far as, and then how do we get new employees? And that I'm finding is uh, an ongoing challenge because, again, the way we used to do it is different. Uh, and we may have taken two or three weeks to hire someone in the past. Now, if you interview someone and don't hire them in the next day, there, there's this expectation that we need to hire someone immediately, or I, I want to get hired immediately. So I think there's just a lot of those things that we need to address. Yeah, I think it's a real challenge for small business people today. And, and just to put a plug in for what we do, even more of a need for outside help. Uh, in the HR ever area, of course, I have the, the folks that sponsor the show, Allegra HR, can give a lot more specific advice. In fact, uh, Lisa McElroy was on our show a couple of weeks ago and we talked about some statistic challenges and what you can do. But I think having a coach, counselor, mentor with you to help you open up your vision a little bit and see at some of these alternatives, because I am currently seeing this with a lot of my clients that are in the Houston area. They are really hitting a wall 
like you mentioned or alluded to, the, the traditional method and process of hiring people needs to kind of be adjusted, if not scrapped completely, <clears throat> or you're going to sit there with openings and loss of productivity and your business is not going to move forward. Well, let's talk about the Montgomery County area. You touched on it. You said things are growing around here. You located your business here. I came here. What are we doing here? Why Montgomery County from a business perspective? Well, again, I mentioned uh, Conroe as being one of the fastest growing cities. Montgomery County is uh, one of the fastest, top 10 fastest growing counties. There's a lot of really positive uh, movement uh, related to jobs into the area. And that's uh, mostly with larger companies, but with those larger companies, what what comes with that are a lot of smaller support companies. So I think that from a business perspective today, we have so many opportunities uh, with just this county. And then you go uh, just a little bit south of us in the Woodlands, which is still par- partially uh, Montgomery County, uh, just so many positive things going on. So that's one of the reasons I'm here. It's a great place to be. It's a great place to move. Uh, and there's a lot of great companies here to work with. And, and, and again, that's the exciting part about being in this area. Well, and to me, it was easy. I was born and raised, as you may know, just south in Houston, Harris County. And I know what it was like 10 years, 20 years ago, or even longer. And I watched that growth. And I saw that here in the Conroe Montgomery County area. We're at a certain level where Houston was maybe not population wise, but 10, 20 years ago which was huge opportunity. Yes, Houston still has a lot of opportunity, but it's a lot more complex, a little more bureaucratic, all this kind of thing happening. And here, it's you got open opportunities to do whatever you need to do. But let me ask you, what do you think the future holds for what we do as consultants, uh, coaches? What does the future look like for our industry? I think we need to talk a little bit about where we are today. And, and today, a lot of people decide not to uh, use a mentor or a coach because that's kind of how they've grown up and they think, well, I can do it myself. And there's this thought that I ha- if I can't do it myself, then maybe I can't run a business. I think as the population ages a little bit, I think as, if, as you look at the millennials, you look, you look at the people that are kind of starting businesses today, they're more open to asking for help they're more open to needing someone or realizing that, you know what, they may be an expert on a part of their business, but they can't be an expert on everything. So I think that the opportunities when it comes to coaching, advising, mentoring really will increase over the years because people realize to be an expert, I need to ask for help. I need to talk to someone that can help me. And then it's about building a relationship because you got to have a good fit between your, your coach and yourself, but I think that the opportunities uh, are going to grow pretty rapidly over the next five, 10 years. Well, I 100% agree. And as we wind down, we're again, we're out of time before you know it. But is that I think two things. One is what you know I'm involved in being available virtually 24 7, more or less. Don't call me at two in the morning, <laughs> but the idea that I can be available to answer those immediate challenges. But the other thing is to connect people, to have great resources. So when they need things, I can help them make those decisions where to connect very important decisions or very minor decisions. And I, I'm here to help. And I have that attitude or here to serve like you and I both have talked about. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's, uh, it's, it's been great this morning talking to you, John. Uh, if people want to reach out to you and talk a little bit more, what's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, contact me e- either through my uh, email, which is J-S-T-A-C-Y. There's no E in Stacy. J-Stacy at AdvoCoach. That's the advisor coach. So it's A-D-V-I-C-O-A-C-H.com. 
Uh, you can also see me at my uh, website, which is uh, Avacoach backslash Texas. So it's Avacoach of Texas. And those are probably the best ways. Or you can see me on Facebook also with Avacoach of Texas. Well, again, John, thanks so much. I've enjoyed it. As always, we have good discussions. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you'll stay with us because after the commercial break at the bottom of the hour, we're going to come back with Bob Bamberg. Uh, Bob's an author, speaker uh, about personal cybersecurity. He's a coach in that area. And we're going to talk about some of these recent threats and how you can protect your personal computer system. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, your host, the founder of One Best Consult, and his Silver Fox advisor. Before we get started in our expert corner with Mr. Bob Bamberg, I want to remind you again. Podcast of today's show will be available typically on the Wednesday following on YouTube at the Weekly Business Hour channel, also on a variety of other social media sites such as Facebook, Stitcher, and so on and so forth. So if you missed something, just tuning in, or you heard something you want to re-listen to or you want to share it, please go to one of these social media sites, YouTube, Facebook, the Weekly Business Hour, or Stitcher, or any of a number of other social media sites. I also want to thank again our show sponsor, Allegra, A-L-E-G-R-E. That's Allegra HR. AllegraHR.com is the website where you can go and connect with these folks. They can answer all questions concerning your human resources. And I encourage you, from the bottom of my heart and from the list of my experience, you need to have HR consultation available. These folks know what they're doing. They will work with you virtually. They have offices literally have people all over the world, but they work with people with one to thousands of employees. They know how to help you avoid issues. They know how to help you hire people. They know everything about HR and can communicate with you in a way that's simple and easy to understand and make your business a lot more effective in hiring, working, and when it comes time, terminating employees. So reach out, AllegraHR.com. Well, we have Mr. Bob Bamberg. I'm so pleased he's joining us today. Bob is a speaker, author, coach on personal cybersecurity. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. How are you doing today? 
Oh, we're doing fantastic. I tell you, it's uh, another warm summer morning, first part of June here in, in Southeast Texas. Uh, and from what I can tell in the news in the last few weeks, a lot of bad guys that work out there in the cyber world. Uh, I hope uh, that you're ready to help us because let me tell you, I know I need help. I know my clients need help. Uh, these guys just keep popping up out of the woodwork. Uh, the most recently, I think I read in the business news that uh, the Russians have a new mal malware infection called VPN filter. Tell us about it. Well, VPN filter is the latest thing in the news. However, it's it's been going on for about two years. Uh, the reason it's popped up in the news lately is because the number of machines or routers that's gotten infected has spiked like crazy over the last couple of weeks. And uh, they've been watching it, monitoring it, trying to catch the guys that's, that's uh, promoting it. And since all of a sudden this went up, the FBI decided to get involved and let the public know about it and tell us a couple of things that we can do to, to hopefully frustrate these guys. Well, you know, the thing that alarmed me is, it, like you say, it was an announcement in the news, on television news, radio news, and it was from the FBI. It was like a 10 most wanted kind of announcement. So I think they got a lot of attention. What is it that we can do to protect us from these, it sounds like, really bad guys? Well, basically, the first thing you want to do is reboot that router. Uh, if you've got one of the routers that's in question, they're, they're made by Belkin, Linksys, Microtech, Netgear, TP-Link, and QNAP. Uh, these are the only devices that we know of that have been compromised, and they've been, uh, it's only a few of them, a few of the models, but there was known vulnerabilities, and those got, those got compromised. So basically, the first thing you want to do is, is reboot that router. Uh, the way these things, the, the way this threat works is, when the router comes up, the first thing it tries to do is go out on the Internet and download actually a picture. It's trying to download a picture, and it's looking at some embedded code on that picture to see where it can go next to get more of its instruction, how it's supposed to act. If it can't find that picture, it tried to go to another website. I believe it was knowall.com, and the FBI has now redirected that one to a null location, so it can't find its instructions that way. And then the third thing it would try to do is just sit there and, and wait for commands to come to it. However, the threat or the, the bad actors have to know what the IP address is of your router to be able to reinfect it or, or to give it more instruction. So basically just rebooting the router is going to stop the activity from occurring at the moment. And then the second thing one needs to do is figure out how to upgrade the firmware that's in that router, and that's unique to each individual device. So you need to get look up the manufacturer of that device and see the steps involved to upgrade that firmware or basically the software in the router. If you do those two things, you uh, negate the threat, and you're okay to go after that. Now, let me ask you, and I realize we have several different uh, models as well as manufacturers, in, in the case of rebooting a router, is that simply uh, is as simple as just unplugging it and plugging it back in, or is it can it be more uh, complicated than that? No, just rebooting. All you need to do is pull the power on it, let it let the lights go off, and then plug it back in. 
it should come right back up and work, but it'll go into a a passive state, let's say, to where it's not really being activated by the of the threat. Right. And uh, the the firmware, isn't that something that people need to be aware of that when they install devices such as routers that from time to time they need to look and see if there are firmware updates and be updating these things anyway? Oh, definitely. And not just routers, uh, your computers, uh, anything that has to do with the Internet of Things, maybe monitors that might be communicating on the Internet, uh, cameras, uh just about anything that would communicate across the internet to make your life easier. You need to keep up with uh, the manufacturer, see if there's any new updates and update these devices. Well, and I, I think that's a big message to people because I, I even know that my uh, Ford truck has updates from time to time. I have to be near a, a wireless uh, connection, uh, which happens to be in my driveway and I can go in and there are things they do whether they're significant or not. But the idea is once we buy this equipment, I think a lot of folks, uh, particularly individuals or small businesses, you know, once you buy it, it's okay until you have to replace it. And it's just not true anymore. Not anymore. A lot of these devices will update themselves automatically, like your Ford truck. As long as you're on the internet, right. it will go out and look for the, if there's any updates and it'll update itself automatically. But any new devices you want to install, you should check, anybody should check to see if they will update automatically. If not, it's a manual process and you need to look into it. One of the things that I know is kind of a knee-jerk reaction. A lot of folks will say, okay, I've had this Linksys or Belkin. Uh, I bought the cheapest thing I could buy. Is there anything to be achieved by buying a more expensive router? Actually, if you're looking for functionality, yes. But if the router's meeting your needs, I'd say stay with what you've got. There's no use to put any more money into it because it's meeting your needs. Just update the software. It doesn't matter how much you spend on any device. If there's software in it, there's a good chance that one of these days they're going to find a vulnerability. And you need to make sure you update it after that vulnerability is found and patched. Well, and this, one of the things I tell my business clients, and I, and again, you're an expert, I'm not, but back to what I said about when you buy something, you, you still got to maintain it just like an automobile, any piece of equipment used in manufacturing, anything is set up some kind of calendar or something that reminds you in this case to check for firmware updates. You know, in other words, set that up in the beginning, have the address, the phone number, whatever you need to use to reach out to that manufacturer and have a way to check it easily. So you don't, I've had people say, well, I tried to check, but I was frustrated and I went on, you know, just forgot about it. And then they end up getting bit, uh, in some cases, pretty bad because they just moved on and didn't take care of it. Any particular advice for folks as far as staying or keeping track of this on a regular basis? I think your calendar idea is a great way to go. But also, a lot of these places have, uh, the manufacturers have a website you could log into and put yourself into a, a notification that you'd get an email when an update is ready to be posted or has been published. And that would be another good way to go about staying up to date. Yeah, I like that idea. It's affirmative as long as I keep my email address. In fact, I've even had clients have special email addresses for updates and critical information uh, just to have that information come in over a dedicated email address. I mean, that's how far larger businesses I've found go on that kind of thing to make sure they get the mail, so to speak. Let's talk oh, just- definitely. Just for a moment, we've got a couple, three minutes uh, left, a couple minutes. Uh, 
about the Internet of Things. What Give us an update on that. Well, like I said before, uh, routers aren't the only devices that are getting hacked these days. And people need to keep in mind when they purchase and install these devices that it's just software-based. If they do get um, compromised, they could be turned into devices, they call them botnets, that do things that they were never meant to do in the first place. A router was really made just to accept information off the Internet pass it down to the user, and then shift it back out. But some of the things that these routers um, can be turned into is like a botnet, and they are actually searching the Internet for more devices that can be infected. Uh, anything with the Internet of Things could be turned around and, and uh, pro- provide the same type of functionality. Well, you know, it's interesting when it, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, as we're into hurricane season, if folks don't, kind of grasp the internet of things or what that really means, the complexity. Uh, it reminds me of hurricane season. You have power, uh, electric power grids. You have power coming to homes, businesses. Uh, and then all of a sudden, a, a storm, say a hurricane, interrupts the power. Well, if I have a generator, then I'm self-powering my situation. Well, when you go on the internet, you're on the grid. You're out there subject to whatever comes along, the storm, the malware, or whatever. And, uh I had clients say, well, I want to be self-generating. I said, well, that's fine. Uh, if you don't want to have your business on the cloud and this and that, there are some alternatives, but eventually you're going to have to connect uh, to that information highway and you're going to have customers that want to see you. You're going to have a website. Uh, it's it's a real challenge for people and small businesses, particularly because of the cost of protection and whatnot, just to put themselves out there, isn't it? Exactly. There's a whole lot of devices that's coming online now and in the near future that's going to make our lives a lot easier, but also a lot more vulnerable at the same time. Yeah, I think there's a lot a lot of challenges, and I think that's why people like you uh, are, are and are going to continue to be in a high demand. Well, Bob, I deeply appreciate you taking time today to join us and, and talk about some of these current threats and some things we can do to, to protect ourselves. Uh, if people want to reach out to you and talk to you and they've got questions, uh, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Oh, send me an email. Send it to bob at bobbamberg.com and I'll receive it. I'd love to hear from folks and I'll help them any way I can. And just remember, folks, Bob is a speaker. Uh, I've listened to Bob speak. He delivers a great message. He can speak to your organizations, uh, your businesses, and talk about some of these things and how to protect yourself uh, from the simplest things about passwords up to the more complex things. With network. So I encourage you, if you're listening to the program uh, and would need a speaker for something, this is an important subject. And like Bob mentioned, going forward, it's just going to become more and more part of our lives. I mean, it's in our automobiles now. So we need to either get on the train or stay behind, but it's moving out of the station. Bob, again, thanks so much. Have a wonderful week. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to our final break of the day. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a blog I wrote last week entitled Employee Training when and how much. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs, 
while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR Advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Do you want to know what's going on in Conroe? Tune in to Keeping Up With Conroe. Keeping Up With Conroe will highlight upcoming events and local businesses in the area. Keeping Up With Conroe will air the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. and will be hosted by the Conroe CVB staff. Keeping Up With Conroe will highlight Conroe's amazing attractions for residents and visitors. So tune in to Keeping Up With Conroe and join the staff of the Conroe CVB every month on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information about Keeping Up With Conroe and the Conroe CVB, go to visitconroe.com. You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, your host, founder of OneBestConsult.com and a Silver Fox advisor. And I want to thank you for taking time to listen to today's show. We're in our final segment, and that's where I try to provide you with some uh, original information, an idea or advice that I hope that you could use in your business even today. Uh, And let's start talking a little bit about employee training, Uh, something I've given a lot of thought to lately, and I put together a piece last night published my blog, and if you'd like to read the entire blog, and I'd encourage you to do so, uh, you can find it at onebestconsult.com, and that's the number one best, B-E-S-T, consult, C-O-N-S-U-L-T.com. That's a website full of good information for small business people. That's what we're all about is education and helping small business people. Our passion is to help you and your business be more successful for you and your family. So please check us out at onebestconsult.com. Let's talk a little bit with the the time we have left about employee training. Uh, You know, we have a tremendous issue. We talked about it earlier with John Stacy. Tremendous challenge, I guess I should say right now. we got 3.8% unemployment throughout the country. In some areas, it's a little lower. Some areas, a little higher. But the fact is, it's getting really hard to find people. And so I believe, and I mentioned in in the segment with John, that you really got to change your strategy process from what it might have been before. And I think one of the things you have to look at, if you haven't already done so, is how you're training people. Uh, I've become an advocate almost uh, prior to this little bit of a, what I'll call a pinch in, in having to, uh, the challenge of finding capable people. Uh, I've become an advocate of finding people that fit the job and then working on the skill training. Uh, in the past, I think a lot of folks, including me, looked very hard for the people that had the skills that had that background to do the job. And then we looked to see if they might be a fit. And if they had the skills, then, well, we'll get them to fit in with our organization and become part of our team. And, you know, it can work out. But today, and I talk to a lot of folks in business every day, every week, and there's a shift, I think, taking place. More and more people looking for the good person that will fit, who wants to work, who will work in their organization and support, if you will, the culture they've built. So that means employee training is going to become even more and more important. And I th- I called it in my blog that one of the forgotten tools a business can use to improve both its bottom and top line. And the idea being is a better trained workforce, a more productive workforce can bring you revenue because they can produce more pro- uh, product, uh, deliver more services in a shorter period of time which goes to the top and 
ultimately goes to the bottom line. So it's very important. There's a lot of other advantages. And I think it's important if you're hesitant about this to understand that. I mean, if you have a workplace that is known for offering training, trying to advance people, trying to train people up, meaning from they come in and you work with them to move up from an entry-level job, you're going to attract better people. Uh, we all know that the typically the best employee prospect that we get is going to be a referral from someone who's already working for us or someone we know. So the fact that we are creating a great work environment partially or fully due to the fact that we train people and we have that positive attitude about training people, we're going to get better people coming and look for work. Accident rates are going to drop. I mean, better trained people are less prone to accidents. Workplace morale goes up, no doubt about it. People feel better about the growth potential of the job. The morale is better. Production is going to be better. Absenteeism goes down. Turnover goes down. These are things that we need to happen, particularly in the environment we have right now. Now, what about training? When and how much? Well, I think you have to do an evaluation. Uh, and that's one of the things I do with my clients when I go in. We set up a simple program of training opportunities from every, for every employee in the business. Now, it doesn't mean we offer training to every employee, but we go through and evaluate where each person is. We put people into job categories. We look at the categories. We kind of go through and yes, this exercise takes some time up front, but once it's in place, it's easy to update. It's easy to communicate with each employee, and you've built a process that just continues to work for the business year in and year out. So I really would encourage you to take the opportunity to do the things you need to do to build a program, build a training calendar. All these things come out of that program. I encourage you, again, to go take a look at my blog. It's got a lot more information about this, a lot of detail. So go to onebestconsult.com and check out employee training, when and how much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for taking time to join us today on the Weekly Business Hour. And remember, you can sponsor the Weekly Business Hour. Just reach out to me at rick at irlonestar.com. I'll send you the information. It's simple. We appreciate it. Great place to talk about your business. And Look for the podcast, as I mentioned earlier, of today's show on Wednesday out there. Also on the website here at Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, and you can listen to the show. And again, until next week, my encouragement as always is to keep your focus, your focus on what counts in your business. And we look forward to seeing you again next week, Monday, same time, 11 o'clock. See you then. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12, Our City TV, and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.